Hey everyone, it's Polly Gamble Grant with Refresh, and this is Wednesday Wonderment number 67. Actually, this week, I'm going to replay a podcast from last Advent. There's two reasons for that. One, I took a four-day silent retreat and trying to just take care of myself in the midst of the season and, and recenter my heart. And so rather than create something new, I thought I would pull out one of these from last year and, and replay it. And second, golly, it's just still so <laughs> applicable to our world today, and maybe even more so. And so as you listen in again this year, I just thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast I'd love for you to go to iTunes and actually rate it. And uh, if you're enjoying it, share it with your friends. All right. So God bless you. Have a great second week of Advent. And I will see you next. Well, I won't see you, but I will talk to you next time. Hey everyone, this is Paula Gamble Grant with Refresh, and this is Wednesday Wonderment number 23. It is Advent, the second week of Advent, and I've been thinking a lot how appropriate the story of Advent and the characters of Advent are to our world today. Uh, so much of Advent is about preparing room in our hearts for God. And it's so fascinating to me because God comes not as a powerful, mighty, riding in on a white horse savior of the day, but God comes vulnerable and impoverished and one from Nazareth. And can anything good come from Nazareth? And it's so fascinating because isn't that a lot of what we're facing in the world today? How do we prepare room in our hearts for the vulnerable places of our own lives, as well as the vulnerable places and those who are in a lot of vulnerability in the world right now? So today, who is welcomed at the incarnation? The shepherds, they weren't seen as citizens, perhaps not even as humans. They are disreputable, untrustworthy, and marginalized people, yet... They are invited to an angelic concert and scavenger hunt to both find and participate in a front row seat to witness the promised Messiah becoming flesh. They are an illogical choice to be the first guests at such an auspicious event. They were the equivalent of, in our modern day and Western society, those friends who are without a home, those friends who need welfare assistance and welcoming, and yet these ones are welcomed. Then there are the Magi, these Eastern mystics who don't speak my language and don't follow my beliefs and values and don't have my color of skin. They were astrologers, new agers who trusted in heavens more than the one who created the heavens. And yet, the heavens they revered and studied led them to the very one who created not only the heavens, but also the one who gave them their very life and breath and being. These eastern stargazers left everything familiar, spent about two years traveling in their entourage, with their precious gold and spices on the mere hope of finding the king of the Jews 
to worship him. They were foreigners with different beliefs and practices and who worshiped different gods. And yet God includes them in the birth narrative. Hope grows where all are welcome. Hope grows where there are no divisions from color or gender or age or status. Hope grows when there is hospitality and welcome, perhaps especially of those who are not like us. Maybe even when we welcome the parts of ourselves with which we hold ourselves with great disdain. How will you make room in your heart this Christmas for the parts of yourself that feel foreign and out of place, for the neighbors who are different than you? Because Advent reminds us that God welcomes and comes to us in all the places where vulnerability is present. May you find peace in every good as you welcome yourself and you welcome your neighbor during this Advent season. And remember, be gentle with yourself.